All right, welcome to another episode of I Had to Say It. Hope everybody's doing well. And today, uh, I got a couple of little things I want to talk about before I get into the meat of this particular podcast. First and foremost, I want to thank everybody for listening. Uh, our numbers are going up. That's fantastic. So thank you to all you guys. Second off, I want to let you know we've made a few changes to my setup as far as what I'm recording with. So for right now, the sound quality may be a little different. I have run a few tests. I think it sounds okay. But if it's noticeably different on whatever platform you're listening to, please shoot me a let message. Let me know so I can adjust it accordingly. Another thing to note is we've got a website now. I'll put a link in the episode notes, but it's www.ihadtosayitpodcast.com. All one word. Uh, it's nothing fancy yet. Web design is really not my thing, but something I put up so we could have a thing to go off of. There are some links on there, uh, ways to contact me. There are some. I'm working on figuring out how to get transcripts of the episodes made, so if you want to go back and read on something, it's there. There are some links to some merchandise through together. It's nothing fancy. It's just kind of trying to get some stuff out there. I'm going to get some to use as giveaways and stuff a, a little bit here myself. Uh, and it's, again, I'm not a graphics designer that guy. It's just something I threw together. If anybody wants to volunteer something that they're throwing together or if that's what you do and you want to work with me, give me a give me a shout and I will be more than happy to get a hold of you and we'll work something out. So there are some links to merchandise and stuff on there. And that being said, with things getting, now that I've started to work out most of the kinks and things are starting to come together, I'm going to be doing a little bit of a format change. The episodes are going to get a little bit longer, more in the 25-30 minute range, because I think that's still, that's doable, but it's not too much as far as what you guys are listening to. And if that if that, if that is too long and you want me to keep them shorter, let me know. Again, I'm, I'm here. I promise I will read any messages you send me and I will respond accordingly. Beyond that, again, the website's up, new setup, new arrangement for recording. Please, feedback. I really look forward to hearing from you guys. I appreciate everything you say, um, and I appreciate your support. So, all right, since that's out of the way now, we're going to start in on this particular podcast is actually going to be the first one based on a listener suggestion. I got a message about this a couple days ago and I've been ruminating on it a little bit and we're going to have a uh, little talk about it. So the uh, subject we're going to talk about today is we are going to talk about crowdfunding. More particularly, I mean we're going to get I'll go over it real briefly in general, but more specifically, I want to talk about crowdfunding and how it's gone from being something that was cool idea, people pitching in, people doing things together helping out people that are in crap situations, helping out people that got blindsided by life too. It's become so much more common now where people are crowdsourcing and crowdfunding things that have literally, it's just, I want this and I can't afford it, so I want everyone else to kick in so I can have something for myself. Not I need to pay a medical bill, not I lost my job and they're going to take my car and if I lose my car I won't be able to get a new job, I need help. Not even legitimate requests for assistance, but simply people that want something that they can't afford and they don't want to work for it. I've seen these posts and this was, I really, I honestly thought it was just something that was kind of irritating me because I'm a firm believer. If you want something, you go out and you work for it. You earn it. 
nobody owes you a damn thing. So the idea that people are out there saying, you know, I want to get a new TV, help me out. Everybody give me a dollar so I can buy these concert tickets because I can't afford to go on my own. Uh, everybody, you know, give me money so I can put buy a new PlayStation because it's not in my budget and I want it. And it's it's a, a certain degree of entitlement that I think is kind of ridiculous if I'm going to be completely honest about it. And and don't get me wrong, I think crowdfunding is actually a, a really cool concept when it's done for a good reason and when it's handled properly. I know people per, from my personal experience. I have friends that have crowdfunded things. Crowdfunding has allowed some really cool things to happen. I think it's fantastic that we now have a platform where if there's something that could potentially happen that's going to cost a lot of money, we don't. Ha- it doesn't have to be on one particular person to just foot the bill. It doesn't have to be on one particular person to try and organize this you know, what could be a massive undertaking to fundraise something that could be amazing I know people that have had and I will try and have them on as guests at one point and this will probably be part of the conversation uh, I'm not going to put too much into that until I talk to them but they, I know people that have done some really amazing things I know organizations that have done really cool stuff and paid the bill by fundraising just by asking I know people that have done this and have done it with the idea of if you donate this much, we'll do X for you. If you donate this much, we'll do Y for you. And there's something there, and it's helping out with something you believe in, and that's a really cool thing. I think it's fantastic that we can do that. It it allows for organization and arrangements on a level that it used to be. You'd have to be out there standing on the street corner selling candy bars or bags of oranges or whatever you got your hands on and it was up to you to find the product to sell it was up to you to figure out how much of a markup you were going to make that people would still tolerate to pay for whatever it is you're you're trying to hustle to get this money together and you would have to go out there and say i'm fundraising for this to explain to people why you were trying to sell them a two dollar candy bar for five bucks or whatever the case may be so crowds, crowdfunding can actually be a really good thing. But it's like everything else. It depends on how you use it. I think mortars and explosives can be a really good thing if you use them properly. I'm one of those people. I like to watch things blow up. It's cool. I love fireworks. Fireworks are amazing. But if you're not careful with them, if they're not used properly, you're going to blow a hand off or worse, kill yourself. But But that's neither here nor there. Where I take issue is... As a society, we've gotten so used to the acceptance of, well, I want this, so I should have it. Oh, I don't have the resources to have it. I'm not going to work for it. I just want everybody else to foot the bill. And there's a certain degree of this entitlement where it it's joked about, it's laughed about online. A lot of people will take screenshots and put these kind of things on blast. But you've got people out there And part of it, I believe, is honestly the obsession that our culture seems to have with celebrity status and reality-type television where they're looking at, oh, look at what these famous people are doing, where we've got an entire generation of people that think because they ask for something, they think that's enough. And you see the... I've seen a lot of it floating around as jokes, but there are legitimately people who think this way 
where you've got young women or men or whatever. There's not one specific group that does it. But people that think they are merely for the fact that they are a certain, they look a certain way or they carry themselves a certain way, they should just be handed stuff. They have, here's a wish list of things I want. Here's my Instagram. Here's a picture of me walking in, down the woods in a tight pair of pants. And here's the link to go to my Amazon wish list so you can buy me shit for walking around taking pictures and looking pretty. It's absolutely ridiculous and it's a sense of entitlement and then it goes to the next level with some of these crowdfunding scams there's really nothing else to call them there are people out there and this has come up in conversation and it was actually just a weird timing kind of thing where someone wrote to me and said hey what what do you think about this because i had just had this conversation with with someone the other day and the two are semi Unrelated, other than the fact that they're both about crowdfunding. We were talking about something we had read, a, a, a local thing without putting anybody on, on blast. A local lady who had been setting up GoFundMe pages to offset funerary expenses for people who weren't even dead. I understand when I see somebody who's setting up a GoFundMe page for offsetting medical expenses. American healthcare is extremely messed up. Healthcare in this country, I'm not a big fan of socializing anything. At the same time, the insurance companies are they should they should be nonprofit organizations. They should not be posting record amounts of money every quarter because you're paying $10,000 for a friggin' aspirin. But that's neither here nor there. We're talking about the funding. Yeah, I understand how a family gets hit by an unforeseen medical expense and all of a sudden has nothing, has nothing left. I've been there myself where, and I've never had major massive surgeries or major massive expensive things, but minor things where I've all of a sudden had five or $6,000 out of pocket that I wasn't planning on spending. I didn't have it budgeted. I didn't have the money. I was not making great money when I was in that situation. And the bills pile up and what can you do your options are not pay them declare bankruptcy be barred from getting health service at that particular facility ever again or go out there and try and fundraise the money and the crowd crowdfunding is great because you don't have to have people that are right there it's i mean a lot of times you've seen people having fundraisers at bars or restaurants or at least you used to pre-covid and god knows when that's ever going to come back but Again, off the track, it's, you would see Johnny has cancer. We're having a, a benefit for him, and there's going to be raffles and prizes and all these things to get people in the door to help offset these expenses. Now, the big difference being with most of those live, in-person situations, you know where the money's going. Somebody representative of where that money is going is involved in the process. The Internet adds that degree of anonymity where... I've, I've heard stories, some first-hand accounts, some I heard from a guy kind of situations, but they're too similar to be too far off the mark of people where someone, there was a death in a family and it was someone that a person or group of people knew and they decided to have a fundraiser and on the behalf of the, the bereaved, not even the, the people that were having to deal with the funerary issues and things like that, they weren't even involved in this. There were people doing it in their name. 
and swearing up and down they're going to make sure they get that money. But I know a couple people that back in the day threw keggers to try and fundraise for somebody's parents dying, and the, the, the people with the dead parents didn't see a lick of that money. And, you know, they justify charging $10 a, door, a cup at the door to get in. And, oh, yeah, we're giving this to so-and-so because their parents are dead and then just pocketing the cash. And that's despicable. When you're doing it on a what is literally a global scale, you've gone from petty and despicable to downright frickin' horrible because you're, play, you're, you're prying on people's sympathies that literally have no way of knowing that you're full of crap. It's a just another version of the scams and these, like, call centers that are calling people just cold calling random numbers and or getting your number off a call list and asking to speak to somebody and then trying to scam them out of their social security numbers it's you're no you're no better than than the guy that's calling up trying to rip your parents off because they're retirees and they they don't know that they're getting ripped off because they heard that the irs wants to talk to them they must be in trouble they've got to fix it give them all your information next thing you know their credit's shot, they, they're bankrupt, they've given out their bank account numbers, and it's been cleaned out by digital routing. It's ridiculous. And once you're at that point where you're running a, for lack of a better way of putting it, a BS GoFundMe kind of situation, you're literally no better than these people because you want something for nothing. Your work consists of coming up with a lie because you know you don't actually deserve what you're trying to get. And you're petty enough to say, well, it, it, they don't need their money as much as I do. It's just an ultimate dish of being selfish. It's such a shitty thing to do. And it makes the legitimate people that are trying to do these things... It makes it harder for the people that actually need it and actually deserve the help to get the help they need because when people do anything as a scam, everything starts to look like a scam. The people that actually legitimately need help have to have two dozen people vouching for them before anybody will say, yes, maybe I'll show some human kindness and help that stranger out because there's two dozen people saying they're not lying to me. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So, as far as that goes, like I said, I'm a, I'm a fan of crowdfunding when it's done properly and for the right reasons. And it doesn't necessarily have to be in response to tragedy. I mean, that's a great use of the resource. GoFundMe and other crowdsourcing and crowdfunding services that exist are fantastic. Uh, and things like Kickstarter where they're gathering resources to fund a new idea and new inventions are being financed this way because doing the traditional method of financing, going to banks and getting loans and putting yourself in a position where you are liable to cover the entire cost. So 
the people that are loaning you the money are only taking so much risk because you have to prove you're going to be able to reimburse them some way, shape, or form if things go sideways. And by removing that line from the equation, by getting enough people to contribute to an idea without the same amount of liability, it allows things to move forward in a more organic and a more healthy way because you're not under the same level of pressure. You can focus your attention on the development of your idea, of your product, of whatever it is you're funding because you're not focused on I have to pay the bank back or they're going to own my soul for the rest of my life. So in that respect, crowdfunding is fantastic. The people that are using it to finance, oh, well, we want to take my family to Disneyland and I don't earn enough money to go to Disneyland. I No, I don't think you deserve to crowdfund your kid's school holiday. You want to do better for your kids, get a better job. And I'm saying that as somebody who has lost jobs, who has been in a position of getting laid off through management restructuring, through the job you work, one day you go to work and you're told it's not going to exist anymore in two weeks. I've been in that boat. I didn't go around asking people to hand me their money that they worked for so I could give my kids something, so I could give my family something, so I could buy something for myself. That's not what these things are for. If you're using them for that... You're a lazy, entitled sack of garbage. I'm not going to mince words. This this podcast is not called What You Want to Hear. It's What I Had to Say. It's not that people shouldn't have things. It's not that people don't need help. If you want something, a desire, not a necessity, not a position of something that is a matter of life or death, not keeping a roof over your head, not keeping food in your fridge, not paying your medical bills so your credit isn't ruined, not keeping your car from being repossessed so you can look for work. Legitimate things where you need help is what crowdfunding is for. Developing new ideas that might not get the attention because there's a need, but there's not necessarily a promise of large return immediately so they can't get independent financing. Google an episode of Shark Tank. That's how it is. You have to make a product. You have to pitch a product. And the people putting the money up have to see potential for return. And it has to be within a certain amount of time. And it has to be at a certain rate where they are going to make money. And that is fair. That is okay. That is right. That doesn't work for everybody. Not everybody has the same vision. But on the other hand, if you can show that you somehow convinced 5,000, 10,000, 25,000 people to everybody give you a dollar so you could fund this idea. Now you have leverage when you're trying to get a more traditional backing. You can say, I've already gotten this much. People will buy my product. If you're trying to develop something and you need money to develop something and you have a legitimate idea and a legitimate product and you just can't get somebody that sees the same vision you do and you can get 10,000 people to each kick you 50 cents or kick you a dollar towards this project good for you you marketed it you developed it you worked it you sold it that's working setting up a web page saying i need a handout because i want this and in particular not paying bills not covering expenses i want something that is not a necessity it is not a need it 
as often as not when I see these things, it's something frivolous or stupid. It's one thing to say, hey, can someone loan me 50 bucks because I need to buy a new battery for my car so I can keep getting back and forth to work. Operative word there being loan. Somebody offers to loan you the money or you ask someone to loan you the money, that's fine. That's the intention of repaying the money. Saying, hey, just give me 50 bucks. You have it and you don't need it. Yeah, I have it and I don't need it and it's mine. I earned it. I worked for it. It belongs to me. Saying that just because I have it, you should have it, is dumb. It's selfish. It's unreasonable. If I wanted you to have it after I worked for it, I would give it to you unprompted. The thing I keep coming back to, and I don't think that the part people seem to focus on when I have this conversation is, they seem to think I'm saying nobody should ever ask for anything, and that's not the truth. I I have had to ask for help. I understand how it is. Personally, I don't know how some of these people can function like this because I hate having to ask someone else for something. I hate the idea of saying, I need a hand up. I definitely don't want a hand out. If I have to ask you for something, you better believe it's not going to be a gift. It's going to be a loan. If I have to ask you, hey, can you help me out? I will do something to make it up to you. Whether it's returning the favor or paying it forward, if that's what you prefer. There are people out there that are good and generous and honestly will say, hey, I have this. I don't need it. You do. I'm going to give it to you. And when you're in a position to help someone else, pay it forward. Do for someone else because I've done for you. And that's more in the spirit of how these crowdfunding things are supposed to work. It's paying it forward. It's helping out. It's not, hey, look at me. I don't want to get a real job. I want to take Instagram photos as I rove around the country and don't do anything or contribute anything or create anything other than traffic. It's the mentality of the influencer. And I literally, if you consider yourself an influencer, I hate you. That falls under one of those things. If you've listened to the other podcasts where I've talked about petty hatred, I'm fully aware that I'm petty for this, but I don't care. I will acknowledge it's a petty hatred. If if your definition of contribution and worth is people look at me to see what they should be doing, you suck. If you think businesses should give you free shit just for showing up, you suck. None of none of us are so essential that our existence is worth being rewarded simply for existing. There is no merit in saying a lot of people follow my Instagram thread. You know what? A lot of people can say that nowadays. And on the scale of things where people that are legitimately influencing anything, if you have 5,000 followers, which is a lot more than I have on any social media or platforms right now, you say, I've got 5,000 people following you, and it's so what? The business you're trying to get free product from, and that's exactly what it is. You're costing them money to give you something for nothing. If you go to a restaurant and you say, I'm an influencer, I want, you know, what can you comp me? You're asking them to pay you to come there and eat. And you don't deserve it. I can't emphasize this enough. Just being you is not enough for other people to hand you free shit. That's not earning anything. And it's disgusting. 
And honestly, if you don't have following in the hundreds of thousands or or greater, you're fooling yourself if you think you're really influencing anything because half of those things, people don't see what you're doing. The other half, they don't care. There are random bots. There are dead emails. There are all kinds of things artificially inflating those numbers. You're really not influencing anything other than your own ego. And this is kind of getting off topic. It, it's going beyond the crowdfunding, but it's the same mentality and it's the same attitude. And I'll talk more about influencers some other time. But for now, that's what I had to say. And don't forget, check out the website, I had to say it podcast.com. Spread the word, tell your friends. If you don't like it, tell me.